Welcome back, everybody, to Money Mindset, the chat where we talk about money. And this is an important conversation that we continue to have, especially on the heels of such a disastrous week in the market. Inflation rising, prices are out of control, and it is stressful. And there is no other way to say it than it's stressful, it's tough, it's not easy, but it's so important that we go ahead and keep our money mindset, that we keep our perspective in remembering that ultimately everything is from above because, again, it will make us happier people and that's what it's all about. So we've been going within the Chovas HaLavavos, the Shara Bitachon, where he's been discussing some of the spiritual benefits and the physical benefits of being someone who's believing as opposed to an alchemist, someone who always has their Parnassus set out for them, someone who's able to manipulate markets in some way, shape, or form. Someone who may feel like they have everything set, they're always on the run, they never feel fully settled as opposed to someone who's a Baal Bitachon, someone who fully internalizes and recognizes the fact that God is the one who determines our bottom line, that person is going to be happier. Some of the other spiritual benefits that the Chovas HaLavavos brings up is based on a Gemara and Shabbos. The Gemara and Shabbos says that money is like a wheel, meaning it's constantly circling. Some generations have more than others. Some people have more than others. And it goes from place to place. We don't know who is going to have and when they are going to have. But Bitachon, if you choose to go and tap into that, that is always going to be there. Even if someone has the money, you still got to make sure that the bitachon is there because otherwise, as we pointed out last time, one is constantly consumed with growing their fortune, making sure it's secure and safe. When we recognize that it's all up to Hashem, this is going to change our perspective and it's going to make sure that we are taking full advantage of our time, that we are able to actually enjoy that which we have and that we're able to take advantage of everything that Hashem has given us. You know? And when we keep this perspective, there's also a total change in our mindset in terms of tzedakah. Tzedakah is an opportunity. What a gift. Hashem is giving us an opportunity to partner with Him. Hashem says, you are never allowed to go ahead and test me. You can't say, I'll do this if this happens, I'll do that if this happens. But when it comes to tzedakah, you are explicitly allowed to go ahead and test God and say, God, I am going to take on this tzedakah project. I am going to do this act of chesed. Hopefully, you will repay me on condition that you will repay me. And that is something that you are allowed to do. Aser te aser, which the Gemara teaches us is aser bishvil shatis asher. We go and give tzedakah so that we can become wealthy. We can become rich. And when we view it, that it's a partnership with God. And if God's the one giving it to us, of course, we're going to do the right things with it and make sure to have tzedakah very high on our list. Then it's not going to be a question. It's not even going to be a taiva. It's not mine. Of course, we're not going to have a tough time giving tzedakah. Now, again, it's not always easy when you take it away from the check and whatever it may be, but it totally changes our perspective. But we also have to remember that it's a big time responsibility to go ahead and be the people that have what to give. The Gemara talks about Nakdimon ben Gurion, who was extremely wealthy, and how he, during the times of the Chorban, him and two other people were able to sustain the entire Jewish people for 21 years. But throughout the Chorban, he lost his money to the point where his daughter had to pick from the garbage of within animals. And people asked, how could this be? He gave tzedakah. So some of the Mepharshim explained, even though he gave tzedakah, it wasn't based on what he was able to give. He wasn't giving exactly what he was capable of giving. And Rav Matziyahu Salvin points out that he once brought a gavir to the stipor. He brought someone to the stipor and the stipor said, Wow, Baruch Hashem, I don't have this nisayon where you have to go and really think, who am I giving to? What am I giving to? Constantly thinking in terms of that. Now, if you're like me, you're probably thinking, wow, that's a nisayon I'd like to have. Test me with that and let's see how it goes. But we have to remember that it's a responsibility to go ahead and have money. But this is true in terms of assets, in terms of personality, in terms of any gifts or talents that Hashem gives us in any way. It's a responsibility and we need to make sure to go ahead and take advantage of all of that. 
And the Chavaz Havaz goes on, and he says that someone who thinks that it's only their talents that determine whether they are going to be successful or not, they're not going to be happy because they're never going to stop. If they feel that Hashem plays no role, then they must feel that, okay, I can never stop working, I can never relax at any point because I need to keep going, keep going, because it's all up to me for what's going to happen. You know, the Briskarov points out, that money and having things in our bank accounts is for one purpose and one purpose alone, and that is security and menuchas hanefesh, that we can relax, we can breathe, we always know that we can draw from this account or from that account. Now, when we analyze this for a minute, we think, and, and we realize no one walks around with all of their assets, with everything that's in their bank accounts constantly on them. What's it there for? Again, it's just there for that peace of mind. Says the Chovas Halavavos, if we remember that we are Bale Bitachon, that we know that Hashem has our back, then we're constantly walking around with that protection, with that security, with that menu nefesh, with that peace, common serenity. We're able to go and tap into that. And the Briskarov says he actually learned this from experience. He, when he got married, was given a big dowry and he invested in real estate. He was a wealthy person. And he used to think that he was going to be rich because of his real estate and he was going to go and learn. And then once the war broke out, he lost everything. And he realized that I used to think that I was wealthy and that I was calm and that I was secure because of my real estate portfolio. But I realized it's because of the Shara Bitachon. When we, again, realize and recognize that it all comes from above, we are going to be happier people. This is in no way, shape or form, trying to diminish the role of Ishtahadlis. Of course, we need to put in our work. We need to put in our effort. We need to do what we possibly can to put ourselves in positions where we are able to succeed. But ultimately, that bottom line, we have to remember where it comes from. It will change our perspective. It will allow us to enjoy our lives that much more. It will change the responsibility and the way we view tzedakah. And most importantly, it will change our lives and give us more security and menuchas hanefes, which is what we are striving for in the first place. Everyone should have a wonderful, wonderful day. Mir Hashem, this week should be a better week than last week in terms of the markets, in terms of the economy, and really just as we start Slichos, in terms of our entire mindset. Everyone have a wonderful day.